0: Welcome back, everyone, to another Helm to Tower podcast. That's right, we're back. It's been yep. a while since we've it's talked about while. Destiny, Destiny Two, the video game. Mm-hmm. Hello, I am Mike Burgess with Ari O'Neill. As always, we got Thanks. it going. Mm-hmm. Talked about we're talking about catching up with uh, the hip happenings, the happenings of uh, everything going on in the world of Destiny Two. Yeah, because I, I I'll, I'll straight up say it. I I had to rewatch bits of our last episode <laughs> before recording this to like catch up m- my own brain because I've admittedly just not been in the the Destiny brain space and I think that's just you know because you know I think if if you're somebody that follows and plays Destiny or is listening to the show, you're well aware of like the current state of Destiny is like, hey, there's not much the going on. We're yeah. on you know they obviously Final Shapes pushed back, so we're just kind of we're in this period now. We know it's we know the where we're at, and granted, you know, we have we have some things that have that have come and gone that we're gonna talk about. You know, like I said, we're gonna play some catch up with some of the, the Destiny news that has happened. It's nothing, I would say, something like earth shattering, but you know, some cool things. Yeah, and you know, we also have, you know, the recent dwabs have detailed us. This it seems like like I guess you could call it like a big mid season kind of update. The games getting uh, in early March, the first week of March. Um, I, I'm dubbing this this patch the oh god uh, we had to push back final shape we already had stuff together uh, let's, let's get this uh, we can put this out come on oh god um, you know that's probably what a lot of the stuff is at least at least like that's kind of the vibe the vibe I'm getting from all this stuff because it is it's pretty standard like stuff that we get at the start of a new season right where it's like hey here's like new new weapons coming to these playlists new um, like some balance tuning and other things but you know there's some other bigger things like there's like a big pvp kind of change slash overhaul you could even say yeah uh coming with this march fish fifth update uh that you told me you have a lot of uh takes on so we'll definitely uh, I'll, I'll i'll let you I'll let, I'll let you have the floor with that because i i am totally indifferent because i have like not really touched pvp in any meaningful capacity since <laughs> so, um and and i also have not like really done any like checkmate stuff and it seems like a lot of it falls in that camp to an extent of trying to blend some of the aspects of that, uh, that happening. But, um, but yeah, we'll, we'll get into all that for, but, but first before that, Ari, have you been playing like destiny really much at all? yourself? Or like, what have, what have you been doing since the last episode in regards to the game?
1: Yeah, I, so I have been playing, you know, I check in. Um, I've been, what I've been trying to do mostly is like, Get our weekly raid night going again, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's it. You know, like I'm, I'm happy. Like we finished the season. We talked about the end of the season, right?
0: Yeah, that was our, that was our last episode. We kind of like okay. wrapped up the seasonal stuff.
1: Mm-hmm. Tell you how much I remember. What we're about. <laughs> yeah, uh, but, pretty much. <laughs> uh, and I, you know, I really liked the story this season. I liked the mm-hmm. season overall. Um, but like, yeah, I like the thing is. Listen, people out there, like you're not obligated to like when there's when they're done with that stuff. It's okay to take a break. We've talked about this before. It's like yeah. actually good to take breaks. Yeah. Um. So in my head, I'm like, okay, let's. I'm going to take a break. Obviously, I knew Persona Three is coming out. Um, that's coming out. <laughs> some stuff. Some things happened also, unfortunately. Uh, yeah. Right. Um. Uh, that that folks that follow me might know about. So I was like all right this is like a good time to break away from destiny um but I also think like these these kind of downtimes is like good to like just lean into the social aspect of it so I've been trying to get a weekly raid night going so we did yeah. um and and you you've, you've jumped yeah, I've, I've in. Been in a,
0: yeah I've been in like one or two we've done I've done one or two of the raid yeah, nights yeah. so
1: uh and that's fun I think yeah. like that's like mm-hmm. Ideally, in Destiny off season, that's like my perfect place to be. Of like, I did all this stuff. I got, I checked all my boxes. Yeah, just, I got all my triumphs. Um, the moments of triumph stuff came out, and I, I just like need one thing to do. I like, I think I'm gonna just do the fishing because uh, it seems like <laughs> I can a I'm, do that by myself, and B, oh yeah, yeah. It seems really easy, and then that's done, and then I have that title. Like the only thing that I have to get done before. Uh, June that I'm dreading is Legend Avalon.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I I've been going back Straight and forth. On, I've been going back and forth on doing that as well. Uh, I was definitely thinking about it too. Yeah. Because me, I have well, I have as well left to do.
1: Yeah, we because then that gives me Queensbreaker or not Queensbreaker, uh, Queensguard that that title. Yeah, um, literally the only thing that I have left for that. Um, and then I just have to get more kills with the Witch Queen, not Witch Queen, uh, Season of Witch Weapons. And that gets me uh, hex or whatever hex, which whatever that se- title yeah, whatever was. that season was, yeah. <laughs> um, and then I think I already have the title, or I have to do legend, um, whatever this this season's uh, exotic mission is. And then I have that, and I you know you <laughs> were our experiment where you did it after all the quests were out and yep, got everything. Just at once got everything at once. Atlas, it was great. Which is great. Uh, I have to yep. do Legend Avalon three times, so dreading that. Yeah, uh,
0: I think I think I'm just gonna accept my fate on that one, and maybe maybe I'll do it once, and then go and then you know to get the title as well, and then I'll just let the get whatever option they give us at some point to get the rest of those yeah. exotics. Post that because I'm assuming the mission will still be in the game if they yeah if it's they gonna stick go with to the it.
1: rotator, I assume right, and then you'll st- probably still have to do it on legend, isn't it? Yeah, so like that's, that's I, so yeah, I'm that's like cool. ready, no, to you fucking oh, get it over with, dude. Yeah, uh, it's like. Vex Caliber is, like, a weapon I adore, is the thing. So, like, that's the only reason that I'm, like, obligating myself to do it, but it's, like, one of my favorite exotics, um, at least from last year. So I've got that, you know, I've got this kind of very basic checklist. Maybe, maybe, I'm not committing myself to it, but maybe I will try and solo uh, Warlord's Ruin. Okay, nice. Because, you know, I did the other ones. I've done everything but Ghost of the Deep, so yeah i this, did duality right yeah. like if i could do that i can do anything <laughs> yeah pretty
0: much i I would consider yeah this one like probably easier to do than duality at least at least from my from yeah. my kind of general knowledge of it I, I would i would imagine but yeah i i thought about it too but i i don't know maybe once i'm I, f- I feel like i'm i'm also in that that break mode which like you said is is nice to take of just like yeah i'm just been playing this stuff or just not even like really doing like as much like gaming or playing other games in yeah. general, and just kind of, you know, I did the, I did, I've already done a good amount of my my destiny checklist. Cause bounty I think, prep. yeah, I haven't, I haven't done bounty prep yet. I might, I'm, I'm, I might do it. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping there's part of me. That's hoping that, yeah, they maybe introduced the thing that they, I remember they mentioned something oh, that would yeah. make that less, less of a thing by yeah, the time final shape. Ever yeah. Ever and so I'm hoping ever. that's like going to be like actually what it is and you just, we don't have to do it. And it's like, cool, sweet. Yeah.
1: But who knows? Um so yeah, we did Rooted Nightmares a couple of times. We got um I did Vow the Disciple, finished that over the weekend. God, what a raid. Yeah. Still a really good. F- phenomenal experience front to back. Again, I acquisition the the third encounter is like just ten out of ten. It is the mm-hmm. music, the fighting, the the frenetic nature of it, the fact that like when you do it right, it's done in like eight minutes. It's just Yeah. It is exactly what I want out of like a momentum based encounter, like the yeah. gauntlets in um, the first raid for D two uh, Leviathan. Uh, not was it Leviathan? Yeah, Never. Leviathan. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. The gauntlet walked, so acquisition could run. Basically, is, is my thought process of like kind of getting everybody on the team involved and yeah, yeah, it's a good way to making put Making it. it feel like so cool, and you know, it's like a highlight reel of of all the raid uh, artifacts and everything. Uh, and then we did, we did a little bit of King's Fall. We were like taking someone new through it, but we we were unable to finish. Uh, and I feel like we did one more, but I don't know. We did Last Wish. We we got our Last Wish run in there. Though. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that was, I Think yeah, we got that. That's always in. great.
0: Yeah, still a really good raid. Still really fun. Um, yeah.
1: So like, I love the raids. You know, I realized like when we were like doing this and we were taking this new person through them, it's like, oh yeah, there's eight. There's eight yeah, of them. and they're still All are so different, you know, and and they're so cool. Um, yeah, so I, it's it's really just been that, and and that's like perfect. Like one raid a week, like two to two and a half hours a week of Destiny, and it's all raiding with with five of my friends is like peak Destiny for me. That's a great balance relationship with it, I think. Um, for sure, and it's a great way to to pass the the break time, like get in there one one night a week do a raid have a great time catch up with some friends and then get out and do it all over again next week like that's that's kind of where i'm at with it but you know i took some time over the last week or so to like kind of catch up with all these patch notes and things like that um and mm-hmm. see how i felt about them <laughs> uh, <laughs> which is mostly good like generally yeah positive.
0: yeah for sure um. Yeah, that's that's good to hear. Yeah, I I've, I've been definitely taking overall a similar approach to if De- Destiny playing if I do at all. Like I I want to say since the last episode I did finish all the the, the cut the GMs for the season. So I I oh that's I'm, right, I'm you did. gilded yeah. I'm gilded conqueror number eleven the big eleven. Woo. Um. Overall, overall, this I honestly think they were like they ended up all not being as bad as I thought they'd be. Um. The one, the one I will still say is like. I I still am not the biggest fan of is like of shadows. That sure. one is still just kind of like it's like the meatball after the meatball and yeah. all this other kind of junk that's in there is just like less fun. None but it, but that. it's
1: like I have that point of reference for it for sure. Yeah,
0: like I think that's still like the pain point, and it's like surprising considering I how I still much feel down about yeah. things like the freaking um, battlegrounds and stuff. But like those weren't as bad because they had like like strategies and things around them that like made them like more manageable. And like, mm-hmm. you know, they, I they can totally make some of those strategies like moot, but that would like completely ruin like grandmasters in my opinion. If they, if they went the route of like, you know, doing like making some changes to make them less cheeseable, I guess you could say, because like, how can you like, I don't know. But any, anyway, like overall though, like, you know, the, I think I had an okay experience with those this season, and it's like weird now because they, you know, we'll talk about it with these notes. But like, they're putting new weapons into the playlist and now. There's gonna be new weapons to go get. And I don't know mm-hmm. if I'm like super driven to do that without having the 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 chase of the gilding everything too at the same time. Like, that might just be a thing where I just wait. And because they'll still probably be in the in the rotations when Lightfall or Lightfall Final Shape hits. So, and then there'll be more weapon, new weapons on top of that. So like in some ways I almost might yeah. just wait because then it's like, oh, there's a ton new, it's like, you know, then there'll be like three or four new weapons to get in the, in the, the grandmaster rotation when the, once final That's shape, worlds, you know final shape hits you and can... depending on how they do it, I guess, cause who knows, they could make a lot of changes to how grand, what grandmasters work in seasonally because we're working episodes. So who knows how that'll change if at all. I don't know. True. Um, Fair. <clears throat> But yeah, that's, I, I did that like a few weeks ago. So that's, that was that. And like, honestly, like, yeah, unless, unless, know yeah, we, we do, I do, I have the time to jump into one of our weekly raids even setting up. I, usually my destiny playing is I log in on Tuesday, grab eight Vanguard bounties t- to get some bright dust on each of my characters and I log out. <laughs> and then that's, that's pretty much been my destiny playing like for like the past like couple weeks. Um, you know, and, the, and they, they, did mention this, like transmog bounties are going to be getting restocked, um, with this, oh. with this March 5th update, I believe. So okay. you'll be able to get a, do another 10, uh, transmog bounties from then until final shape. So I'll probably do those cause fuck it. Why not? Yeah.
1: I'm <laughs> um, actually low on synth wave now. So it's like, I, I should do those.
0: Yeah. So like that's, I'm probably going to do that. Um, but other than that, like, yeah, like that's that's like I've been taking it pretty chill with Destiny. I've been playing other stuff like Helldivers Two and uh, other game. I've been covering a decent amount on this channel, Wayfinder, um, which mm-hmm. has been which has been uh, fun to play and kind of pass the time because it still kind of can scratch the Destiny itch, itch to an extent, but it has like its own stuff uh, that I, I enjoy quite a bit in terms of gameplay and stuff. So that's sure. that's kind of that's kind of you know Destiny wise. Where, where I'm at with with the game itself and playing, you know, just you know enjoying enjoying the downtime. I, I know there's people out there who would like more stuff to do, and it seems like there will be at least like some minor things. Because so like we said, there's going to be like a, like that. I believe it's March 5th is the day the game's going to get like a bunch of balance changes. Again, they're going to like restock the transmog bounties, and they're also going to be adding new weapons to the um to nightfalls. Trials, and I believe Iron Banner is the other thing they're doing there. I believe. It. We'll, well, we're gonna go through it in these because I've grabbed up all the twabs more or less since the last episode we uh, recorded, I believe. And I'm gonna, you know, not go over every every single detail, but I'm gonna skim through some of these real quick because yeah. there are like other important news bits. Like one major one is that since the last episode, we have learned that Joe Blackburn. Uh, it's going to be stepping down as the game director from Destiny 2 now that the final shape has essentially um, kind of they've internally have have it kind of complete. And now they're just doing like, you know, a QA on it, I think is how they put it in the, his final words. So he's going to be like kind of taking it, taking a step away. I think he's I, I don't know if this has been like fully if I don't know what what exactly is happening, but I know he's. I think he's leaving Bungie entirely, or is he? I'm not sure if he's moving on to a different project in Bungie. I don't remember if that was what's happening.
1: Stepping away from Bungie entirely, yeah,
0: yeah. So you know, you know, I I know, like that. I remember at the time, it brought up a lot of like speculation about like, oh, this is a people. So he's leaving. Is this being something bad? I don't necessarily think so. I think it's maybe just you know, it's end. It's the end of the. It's you know, again, Final Shape is being positioned as the end of this big era for destiny and i wouldn't be surprised if there's a lot of other people that have been working on destiny for many many years that are also in the same boat of just like yeah this is you know this would be the moment and let, like a new team kind of take control and take the reins and take it in a different direction and yeah, then, you know
1: i i bet he was planning to do this for a while
0: yeah for sure
1: I, I definitely. Uh, I don't know that. that for sure, but yeah, I, I don't.
0: I don't think so either. But I wouldn't be surprised if that like it's as simple as that. Of like he had always planned to just you know take take the take uh, work on Destiny until this this moment, and then you know go off go out with this kind of final final piece of it.
1: This this brings up and like obviously, Joe's had like a huge influence on the game, and he came in. He he became director of Beyond Light,
0: right? I think I think I think Beyond Light. I think it was starting after Beyond Light. Like it was like, basically, he he came back to Bungie and started working on the game once Beyond Light had launched, more or less. So I don't know if he worked sense. worked directly on Beyond Light, but he I think he kind of took the direction
1: that like sure. we've had since then, more or less. Because I would say like Beyond Light, obviously Shadowkeep was the actual beginning of like this era of Destiny. I think right, but Beyond Light was like more structurally and and like deliverance of as a service video game yeah when it, Rest, it became the of reset game it it a is lot. now yeah um uh but you know like uh i don't know if you saw it bungie's been trending a lot on uh twitter this week for stupid reasons but <laughs> um, <laughs> what's new uh yeah I, we don't even have to get into it but a lot of people are like because hell divers is successful uh Sony is bad for canceling the Last of Us factions and buying bunch of uh, it's like, you guys really don't know how this works. Yeah, so- you don't
0: understand. <laughs> like I, I yeah. Yeah, I'm sure I, I I was like briefly watching a stream a similar uh, note of like watching uh Aster Cross stream some Helldivers this morning. just had it on the background and he of course, you know as as to cross you can think of him what you will. I know some people don't like him, some people think he's fine, but like he he did he so occasionally we'll have some takes I definitely don't agree with, this would be one of them where he basically just was like it's just like you know he started talking about like man well yeah man it's interesting to see hell divers like take off and would think of think about how if hell divers 2 came out right if like you know because you know the final before the final shape was delayed it'd be coming out pretty much like the week we're talking more or less i think that's it was crazy. like i think it was like awesome. like february 27th i think was the original date yeah. or
1: something like that yeah that's i think that's right
0: but he was like think of how if hell divers 2 and destiny 2 final shape are competing right now i don't even i don't know if destiny 2 would be able to, to take it on it's like all right man let's 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 let's, yeah. let's roll it back let's games, roll so. it back a little bit and like a bunch of people in this chat were saying even dumber stuff so i just yeah. kind of like that was a moment when just he said like, that and i t- I changed to a different stream because <laughs> i was just like yeah. come on man like uh come on like let's let's be real hold on a second here this is kind of you would not I'm be like streaming helldivers 2 if you you know for a yeah, fact exactly. he, he would have not been streaming Divers two if destiny 2 was... getting
1: raid ready is what he'd be doing <laughs> yeah
0: um, final shape was in there come on
1: that that and, like, this idea that Sony fucked up by canceling The Last of Us Factions because right. Helldivers is doing well. Like, there is just, like, this disconnect of, like, understanding how this works. Like, yeah, and how
0: these, how these as, games are made.
1: Aspe- especially, like, with all the layoffs that are happening right now. It's like, yeah. you've got to really appreciate the context of, like, hey, maybe, like, Naughty Dog did that because, like, they don't want that to happen, right? And and yeah. people still got laid off, right? Um yeah. So... Stuff like that. But in in this, uh, we did hit the 10-year or 11-year anniversary of the original Destiny ViDoc. Oh, wow. Uh, like, th- this is it. And I watched it again. You know, it's like s- 10 minutes or whatever, maybe less. Right. Um, and man, like, I I understand that there is so much cynicism around Destiny with people that have been playing it for so long. As there is with everything, you know, like yeah. even yeah. there's like a book series that I, I've I've read that it's like two out of three are out. And we've been waiting like 16 years for the third book and everyone's pissed about it because, of course, it's yeah. been so, so and, and
0: now it can never live up to those expectations. Exactly. So people are just going to be pissed yeah, regardless sure. and whatever. Yeah.
1: And it's like, I just don't want to engage on that level. Like, let the author do what they want to do. So, like, I understand you're, you're disenfranchised with Destiny at this point or whatever. You know, you don't like the game anymore because you put 2,000 hours into it. I think that's a little bit of a silly, non-self-confronting perspective. But, you know, what do I know as someone who has also put 2,000 hours into the game? <laughs> um, but, they you know, they did the damn thing. They said in that yeah. Vidoc, like, this is our 10-year plan. How do you make something bigger than Halo? You know, you just got to try and see what happens. And here we are 10 years later from Destiny launching in 2014. Um, almost 10 years, obviously. It's September and we're in February. And and I like really feel like they did it. Uh, yeah, and, I would agree. And yeah. like they in that ViDoc, they talk about how the, something came and decimated the Golden Age. And it's like, we're in the game and we know what it was now and we're facing that villain and, like, we're preparing for that fight now. And that's so cool. I just, like, yeah. I really can't point to anything else in video games and be like, that's just like this, right? Um, and I remember hearing that and thinking it was so ambitious and so impossible. And obviously, there was, things have changed for sure. Like, Activision was a big part of that. There was going to be multiple games, more games than there are now, right. uh, more expansions, different things. But, like, we have Destiny. We have eight raids in Destiny 2 that we that were just talking about. There are all these, like, incredible experiences. Say what you will about them, but, like, <clears throat> I think they're all really unique and really interesting. Mm-hmm. And we're go- coming up on the final shape. Um, this is the end type deal of of at least this thing that they set out to do and it's going to keep going and i'm sure on some level they wanted to get to the 10 years and keep going um Mm -hmm. and and just that they have like they set it they laid it out and they called the shot and now we're here at the end and it's still going and people still give a shit and we're doing this podcast and (laughs) talking about it and we're excited like you and I are going to be there for that raid and and our our little squad is going to do it and and we're going to fight the witness and it's going to be crazy and epic. And, and we've built to it over years. Uh, I just, I'm, I'm, it was very moving to see that and, and think that like, Oh, you know, it can work out sometimes. Like we can make a thing happen in games in this capacity and, and like deliver it whether you are satisfied with that you know and, and whether it has issues or not there's certainly conversation to be had there but it's just it's really impressive it's really cool there's nothing like destiny i i, I really think that
0: yeah no i i agree with you uh definitely i think there. there be some people who have, like maybe think that's a hot take to say destiny's bigger than halo but i think at this rate like it absolutely is like there are more people especially now especially now right exactly like there was a moment in time where Halo, like, and I think there's a lot of people who are definitely disenfranchised, like disenfranchised Destiny players that came from Halo and have a lot of nostalgia for that series. And like, I, I have nostalgia for that 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 franchise too because I played Halo when they were they were the thing, and like, they got they were like a big part of me getting into video games in general as much as I am. So like, I get it to an extent, but also like, yeah, there's so many more people who play Destiny who, who like probably never touched Halo to begin with and then, but now I've like played Halo because of those yeah. games are like no Bungie and like oh, yeah, there's like tons of people who like had that experience. And even to this day, like I think there's still plenty of people who just like, you know, just got into destiny and still just play destiny and like destiny or were much younger. And then like, like just found destiny and like are into it now and like never touched a Halo game or whatever. And, and yeah. so like, I think like, yeah, this, the, like I think it is bigger than Halo, is at this point, as in terms of video games, maybe, maybe in the broader culture of the world, it may be less impact so. Maybe
1: different, but yeah. Like, how many Destiny clones are there? You yeah. know, yeah. like how many totally. suicide squads and battle passes and all these things that, like, in the console gaming space exist in some way because of Destiny, right? Yeah. Like, such a massive impact. <laughs> Maybe to the detriment of the entire industry. But yeah, maybe maybe <laughs> like, it all wasn't
0: all for it. But I think like Destiny sure. has persisted in a way that I think like shows that like these when you do them right and correctly and make them interesting and engaging, they can Blime last and have a vision. They can, yeah, they can be here from ten years ago and still be going, and we'll still probably be going for you know at least a couple more years. I'd imagine. We don't know. You know, we'll have to see if it can persist another ten years. We'll, maybe less doubt, maybe less likely, but you know, you never know. Um, we'll just yeah. have to keep, we'll just have to keep seeing, uh, but let's, let's keep moving here in the, um, in the, in the, in the TWAB. I'll, I'll leave a bit of, um, so yeah, Joe, Joe kind of, I think his, his last words were more on Twitter rather than here. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, this this Twa was basically just saying, like, hey, you know, and they also alluded to this. This is, uh, well, our friendship with Joe continues on, so does the closing and polished process of the final shape, our episodes, and our future redacted plans. So there's, like, another indication that, again, like, Destiny will keep going even beyond the episodes that that were planned, that are planned.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So that's that'll be interesting, for sure, for Destiny. And then, of course...
1: Excited to see that, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, they... You know, now taking over the game direction helm is somebody named Tyson Green. He has been in a few of the 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 Vidocs and stuff, and uh, like has been around Destiny for long. He worked on the like, Halo and Myth and stuff, so he's been at Bungie for a while, and he's worked on like Destiny stuff. I I for, I forget exactly off the top of my head, but like somebody brought up like some of the actual things he worked on in, in terms of Destiny. I know he was like on like the original. T- I think he was on like the. He was definitely one of the leads for like the original Destiny to launch, and then like some other um, stuff throughout that. Like in you know, some of the more recent seasons, he's been more at the helm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but yeah, he, he he gave a little bit of words here. Here, so I'll just, I'll just uh, his, these are his words from the Twelve. He says, "My time working with Bungie started with Myth Two back in 1998, and has carried nice. through almost every product we've released since." I have been pleased to be a part of Destiny from essentially the beginning, from early days introducing loot to our shooter culture and to more recent days guiding the brilliant team responsible for the breadth of Destiny's core systems, reward, combat, activity, social and commerce systems. So he's more on the like, you know, reward side overall, which is hmm. yeah, definitely interesting. They, Joe,
1: his title in the Vidox was, I think, systems creative director.
0: Gotcha. Cool. Interesting. Um Joe has always brought a lot of ent- energy and creative vigor to the team and it has been a pleasure to work on Destiny with him as a teammate and as a friend. I expect we're going to miss him terribly. To step into his role is humbling but also energizing and I look forward to carrying on his work in service to our players and our team. My passion as a developer has always been to build and support the uh, build the supports around which a community can grow. I came to Bungie from a the fan of from the fan community and aspire to build things that players can share as common interest from halo three's forge and file share systems to destiny's build crafting and fire team finder. I am proudest of the things that bring our community together in collaboration. I look forward to more such opportunities in the final shape and the years of destiny beyond. So cool. Like, you know, you know, again, he's been, he's been around, he's pretty much been on destiny since its inception. It sounds like he's been a bungee for, even longer, so I'm sure he has the, the the um, the knowledge yeah, with and experience and yeah, wherewithal of to so just take this helm. So yeah, curious to see. You know, again, you know, with with the nature of the beast of destiny, is like we probably won't see a lot of that until maybe like a few until we start seeing more of the episode content and maybe even what's beyond the episode content, as they're sure. alluding to here about like what what under what a destiny looks like under the Tyson green direction direction, but we'll just have to see, you know, but yeah, again, you know, this again, constantly, I feel like they, they, they kind of keep saying without saying it, where like, you know, they're going to keep trying to make destiny stuff, um, you know, with the episodes that are coming and whatever will be beyond that. I'm assuming when they say future reductive plans, I would imagine those are like an expansion or something or like a new game entirely. Who knows? What that exactly means at this point, but you know, you know, yeah. clearly there's more. T- they're doing more Destiny things <laughs> post, yeah, like the, uh, the, the final shape. This later, in the summer, and then we have three episodes t- to go into the next, the following year in a 2025. So
1: and there will be something after that.
0: There will be there will be more things continuing after that. We'll just have Pretty to wait sure. and see
1: what they are. There'll probably be more guns.
0: More guns. You'll probably shoot some loot. things. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. so probably. Do a raid or do a dungeon or something, you know There'll be more stuff. Yeah. Um so yeah, we'll, have, we'll you know, just have to see how that goes. But you know, best of luck to Joe wherever he goes and the Destiny Two team, what they're doing. So looking forward to it. Yeah. Um after the after that, this 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 is now in game, but this was in, in the TWAB when it was revealed. We got the Mass Effect collaboration armor that's finally in. I'm sure I'm I think I saw you already you already picked up the the warlock set i'm sure did I ha- you i haven't oh you haven't only yet. because okay. i'm
1: poor yep <laughs> not because <laughs> I, I don't want
0: it yeah i kind of feel that too like i've definitely looked at armor and been like ah, i want it i definitely yeah. think i might get some of those sets like at least like the the, the titan will and get the, the warlock one for but, sure but yeah. i haven't pulled the trigger on those either yet i will i'm thinking i'd definitely been considering it though because i do like i like the titan set quite a bit it's a really looking it's a really
1: good yeah, it's very good really it's, good they're s- all good really good set. Okay. Um, I love I love this. I hate that it's twenty dollars,
0: but I yeah, this. yeah. Of course, of course, yeah. Those, those are twenty dollars as as per usual with the the things, but but there side. is yeah. there is some free stuff you can go get a, a part of this. Yeah. They base they made the the Sparrow, the Ghost, and the ship that you would normally get for these uh, free for everybody. So it's just a bundle of those three things. You can go buy those on the or just go claim them for free on the store. In the in the in the Bungie uh, store now, which is pretty cool, and they yeah, those are little nice things because like the, the the ship the flight the ship of course looks like you know the the Normandy, but it's like a Destinyized version of it. So it's not just like a one for one.
1: The ship is is a mock up of the Alliance ships from Mass Effect Three. It is not a Normandy. Oh, it's not okay. If it good, was, good I would have spent money on it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Okay, good to, good to know, um, but but I do because, yeah. There's like fighter ships in Mass Effect three that are like regular right. kind of stuff, and it's one of those. But
0: okay, gotcha. Good to know. I've 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 not brushed up on my my Mass Effect as much as you it's, have because I've not it's played
1: okay. them. Okay, I played I them. Know when, it all. We I all know them. it. <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: pl- I played I played I them when they came out, but I yeah I do not have the I've not played them since then. It's so. Mass Effect
1: three as well, so it's like, got I it. understand. <laughs> um, no, but yeah,
0: yeah, and then the uh, the spare itself, which I was really like, is like a mini Mako. Which is really good. I like that a lot. Which <laughs> it's just, is very good. Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> you can see like the little tires on it and everything. It's, I've I was yep. I've been driving around it already, and my um, <clears throat> but yeah, that's fun. So yeah, those are for free. You can go get that as well. The ghost is the ghost is very good as well.
1: A little Edie uh, with the hair down.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> so funny. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, fun and, and it's nice of them to make those make those things free you know trying to you know still trying to do a little make good for you know a lot of the 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 monetization, the, the monetization stuff, yeah. stuff and just all the the negative news that kind of came out of Bungie for a while so you know it's good to go on them so you know a couple other things i'll, I'll skim through real quick um the rest of this twa was mainly about updates coming to fire team finder i won't uh we won't have to get every details but like the basic the biggest thing to come out of that was fire team finder is going to be they're going to be updating the Bungie, the destiny companion app mm-hmm. to like basically be more like set up like fire team finder is to like set up stuff through that companion app so you can set up like fire team finder like matches or um, raids and dungeons and other things like that.
1: Yeah. As well. It's funny cuz like the companion app was effectively the lfg from Bungie.net, Yeah. And it was effectively the LFG before Fireteam Finder. And then in game Fireteam Finder became that. And now the app is getting the more updated UI of Fireteam Finder in yeah. the game. <laughs> uh, so it's like just kind of Ouroboros itself back into itself. So.
0: Yeah. So yeah, that, that we'll have to we'll have to see for that. That's that's the um that's that that's cool though. Like I'm sure people like, you know, I've i generally I've not admittedly used Fireteam Finder really much at all myself. But it seems like something that like people generally like in the game. That's that's been yeah, nice to it, see. So that's cool.
1: It should have been there sooner. It's yeah. just you know, even if you hate it or, or have a bad experience, or like for certain things, you're like, I don't want to talk. I don't want to be with randoms. Right. Uh, it is like a thing that it should be there for sure.
0: Yeah. Absolutely agreed. Um, but yeah, that's that's our, that's our first catch-up twab. Let's, mm-hmm. <laughs> let's we can move on here to our next one. February
1: first, I think. This was yeah, that was the one
0: February first twab. Um, this this next one doesn't have as much as that one did. To be fair, um, yeah. the, the big the big thing with this was um, they're updating. They're going to be adding some more some new weapons to the loot pool for the season for the remainder of the season again I think this then definitely falls into that category like I mentioned at the top of the episode was like hey they probably already had some plans for like you know the usual seasonal refreshes for when the final shape dropped but then they you know because of the the pushback now they're just they're just doing a lot of it now cuz they already had it uh, in motion mm-hmm. so let me let me go through these quick so trials of Osiris, Iron Banner and Nightfall are getting two new weapons each and then also as you mentioned, like they they go into the Swab is they're just adding two new weapons. They're not removing weapons yet from the pool. So you'll still have you'll still be able to go get all the currently available weapons from these pools, um, from Trials, Iron Banner and Um Nightfalls. They're just now just adding two more additional weapons you can go chase after as That's well. Good. And then I think for all of them it's a new it's a well, for trials in Iron Banner, it is a one new weapon and any reprised weapon with, I just updated roles and things like that. So, oh, yeah. so for trials, you're getting the Prophet Scout Rifle. It's an aggressive Stasis uh, uh, Scout Rifle that's coming to trials, and as well as the Summoner um, Solar Auto Rifle is coming back. So that'll be for trials. <clears throat> Iron Banner is getting the Tusk of the Boar Strand Grenade Launcher. It's a Waveframe uh, Grenade Launcher. It's yeah. it's just a normal Waveframe. It's, it's heavy. Um, a heavy
1: s- special ammo.
0: Yeah, frame. and, and the, yeah, they have they have a note. This will be the only obtainable Strand Waveframe Breech Loaded Grenade Launcher as of Update Seven Point Three Five. Hell yeah. So, and then the, that's exciting. That's, that is pretty cool for Iron Banner. Yeah, it's actually I'm actually kind of interested in that I one. I want that. And then actually, and of course, re- <laughs> being reprised as well as the Multimock uh, SMG, which I you know was pretty popular a few seasons ago. So I'm curious. What, like, they made a lot of changes to SMGs and stuff since then. So I'm wondering yeah. if it's still good. I was like, good, but, of
1: course, they bring that back after all the SMG stuff happened. Yeah. So... <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's so interesting, but yeah, maybe, yeah, that'd be enough for me to maybe be curious about doing some Iron Banner. I want both of those. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's fun. And then we have the two, so we have Nightfall weapons, which there actually is two new Nightfall weapons. So we have the Wild Style Grenade Launcher. It is a double fire frame, so it is basically like that um, that one from, what is it, Spire, like the, where Spire you shoot the two. Yep. So it's a solar um, double fire frame grenade launcher, which is pretty cool. And then you have yeah. the the slammer sword, which is a vortex stasis uh, frame uh, weapon. So that's the only the only wave vortex stasis uh, sword that's in the game. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So those would be your. Yeah. They'll be your two new nightfall weapons, and of course they'll, you know, for trials and and uh, the nightfall weapons, they will have adept versions of those for mm-hmm. those for those playlists. So that's pretty cool. So then they, ha- they do have the schedule. So March 5th, which is the, the week this update goes live, uh, that'll have the wild-styled grenade launcher and its adept version we featured in the Nightfall. And then yeah, week 16, we'll have the Summoner auto-rifle and its adept weapon featured. And then week 17, um, we'll have slam the Slammer sword and the Prophet Scout rifle. And then it looks like Trials is coming back on April the week of April 2nd and that'll be when the the tusk of the boar grenade launcher and the multi will be back or yeah, available Or iron banner. In, in iron banner, correct. Um, cool. yeah, and then they go on to say yep, they they show like the loot pools now for all of those and there's a bunch of weop- like a ton of weapons to, to get in Hella the in those, in those in those in those in those loot pools and stuff. Um, so that's pretty cool. And, and it seems like they're updating as well in general it says to account for the length of the se- of the season and the upcoming episodes, we 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 will be longer than previous Destiny two seasons. We're increasing the Nightfall weapon pool to eight weapons. The plan is for Trials of Osiris to t- return to six weapons in rotation to allow its adept weapons to have more chances to be featured. Taking into account the weeks of trials, trials is uh will be disabled, but it's because they're they're taking that in, so that's that's good to know that like from now on there's going to be eight Nightfall weapons. And it looks like there's there'll be eight Iron Banner weapons as well, and yeah. but, but trials will be six. Um, that's yeah. that's like cool, but also kind of fearful because that means now we're gonna have eight nightfalls to do for Conqueror, and now, that that would make me sad. <laughs> well,
1: but maybe you, not.
0: But you know, who, because, yeah, maybe, maybe not. You know, maybe they're just adding more weapons because they can.
1: Yeah, put more weapons in the rotation. So it's just eight weeks of potential drops, but still yeah. six.
0: Yeah, and more chance. Um, yeah, because the seasons, yeah, the episodes will be longer. So that's there you go. And then yeah, they put they put Iron Banner dates in here as well. Uh, Iron Banner dates before the final shape. Will, again, April second is the, the week, and then April thirtieth, the week of April thirtieth, are the next two weeks.
1: Two you'll be able to get, to get that wave frame. Two
0: chances before before the final shape, but you know that, that that'll probably still be around post that too. Um, and then you know another thing I, I didn't I didn't see here first time, and now I'm reading through this. Also, starting on March fifth, players can visit the Eververse store to claim seven hundred Bright Dust each week, leading up to the launch of Final Shape. So there you go. Like us let's like let's get that get all that Bright Dust. I'm gonna be get I'm gonna be money. I'm to be Bright Dust loaded by the time I'm Final Shape. Loaded, yeah, because I think dude. I'm like I, even now I'm at like forty ish k. So by then hundred k before Final. By shape. then I, I don't think I'll, I'll be hitting that, but maybe I'll be probably well over like 50 K by the time. For sure. yeah, for, yeah. He's getting 700.
1: I have 7,000 and I feel good about it. Hey, <laughs> it's
0: 700 a week. Um, that's, that's cool. Um, so, yeah. and then, and then the last thing was in this was that this is when they mentioned, yeah, the March 5th, the cap for armor, the armor synthesis, threader bounties will be reset on March 5th. So you'll be able to just get, you know, 10 more, uh, do more. <clears throat> you can do 10 more. So, Ten more of those. Ten more
1: synth weaves. Of Ten more each synth, synth
0: weaves. That's something to do now through the final shape. So cool. That that was that second twab. So now we're on current twab. I think the most did recent we, one we got was the
1: glimmer cap in any of these. Yes, did the, we the, the,
0: the, that? the the glimmer cap has already been raised. So yes, I, I don't know if we has did. it. <laughs> I don't know if we cut yes because I was I was like I said I've been doing my weekly things. I did it today and I had over three hundred k. Glimmer as oh. of today in my uh, thing because they, I guess it did happen since our last episode. They, they literally just, I think they doubled it, right? They like doubled yeah, it up to
1: 500k f- now. You
0: have 500k glimmer now, so there you go. Glimmer. I remember when
1: it used to be 20k, y'all. Yeah, it
0: used to used to be significantly lower.
1: <laughs> now it is. Oh, it's insanity. But yeah, that's all right. Go turn in those legendary shards. You got go turn to in, go turn in. Go turn
0: in them. Yeah, go turn it in. Get all that. Get all that glimmer, baby. Um, but yeah, there you go. That's that's the um, that's the that's that. So we had the fifteenth, so February fifteenth twab. That's the most current twab that we had. Again, it goes over just because the Mass Effect armor that is now in the game um, as well. You also mentioned, they had the they have a they have a dance emote which is the 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 dance the Mass the Commander Shepherd yeah, dance is also in there. Shepherd dance, which yeah. is very good. It's yeah. very fun. that is also included in there. That's that's that is for silver, I believe. Yes. So you have to buy that if you want it, but you know, it's yeah, it's good. Um, <clears throat> so here we go. We have a tons of ability and we have a tons of sandbox ability changes as well as some big PVP changes. So yeah. let's get into this stuff. This is going to be again with this 7.3.5 update, which is March 5th is the, yeah. is the date for this. So all the stuff we've just talked about will also be in this update as well as with these, um, sandbox, ch- sans- sandbox changes. So mm-hmm. they're making some changes to Threaded Spectre. Again, this is mainly like, going to be targeting PvP because I've heard this thing is um, absolutely a menace in PvP from my understanding.
1: Yeah, Threadlings in particular are becoming more of a problem there.
0: Gotcha. Okay. So I'll, read, I'll see what they, what they um, say here on Threaded Spectre and the changes they want to make. Um, Thread Spectre is currently overperforming in high level PvP activities, particularly Trials of Osiris. We believe there are two core issues that drive this perf- overperformance, so let's talk about each separately. First, uptime on Threaded Spectre is significantly higher than we think is healthy, particularly with the fast cooldown of the Hunter's Dodge combined with the two Threadling Grenade Charges granted by Will- w- Widow Silk. So I see, like, they yeah, make the, see how it all the Spectre, better. and then you can just make, like, 8 billion. 8 billion
1: yeah, threads like what there's two out of threaded specter and then three from each grenade. So that's eight that you can just make very quickly. Gotcha. And that'll kill two people easily. <laughs> Good Lord. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, we're implementing
0: yeah. a change that applies the same class ability regeneration generation penalty to ensnaring slam uses when the player creates a threaded specter. Uh, but then they also say we don't want to change... You don't want this change to have a significant negative impact on Threaded Spectre's performance in PVE. So we're reducing the duration of the regeneration penalty by 50% when in PVE activities. So there you go. Um, And then in addition, we're increasing the Threaded Spectre detonation damage versus PVE combatants by 25% with the goal that while you may be able to create fewer Shadow Clones overall, each one will be more impactful to compensate. So yeah, okay. I'm I I think I use threaded specter on on my hunter for mainly for PVE, but like I don't really um, do too much. I don't do I don't really think about it a lot, to be honest. Yeah, um, but but that's it's because it. I don't really do a lot of PVP stuff because that seems like that's the main thing here. So
1: sure, yeah, hunter dodge is a problem in PVP. Surprise, surprise,
0: surprise, surprise! The the class that's the. Always, always around. Um, so yeah, that,
1: that has the fastest class ability recharge.
0: Yeah. So threadlings are also getting um, adjusted again. It looks like it's more PVP focused. So I'll just go right to the changes here. They're increasing aim assist, aim assist shape size from um, 0. 0.4 to five. You know that's, that makes them like basically harder to. They make yeah, them more magnetism. Tri- more magnetism. Um, reduced base damage versus enemy players from a 40 to 35 damage with Thread of evolution equipped reduced versus enemy players from 45 to 38.5. So I'm thinking evolution is just the one that makes
1: Threadlings better, right? Do more damage. Yeah. They travel further and do more damage. Right. Uh,
0: fixed issue where groups of Threadlings were not reliably chained at nating when one was destroyed and fixed issue where, where Threadlings sometimes did not play their non damaging destruction performance when destroyed by enemy fire, resulting in them appearing to blip out of existence. It's so, okay. It's just That's like funny. A, thing, a visual bug there. Mm. Um, Yeah. And then, and then they say like, we realize these changes are not localized to thread runner. It will also affect a pro, pro, pro brood weaver potency in the crucible to compensate for this. We're pulling some of the other buffs forward. They originally planned to ship in the final shape that keep the power of their overall kit in roughly the same place. So with update 7.3.5, we will be increasing arcane needles, aim assist and tracking strength, making it significantly more consistent against close to mid range or fast moving targets. I'm cool with that. I, I always, most, most of my hunter are my, not my hunter, my warlock strand build is centered around like the melee already. So making it better for me, I'm cool with that. Mm-hmm. Um, they're increasing, aim, they're increasing a bunch of the aim assist stuff, and yeah, improving the, the the tracking and all that stuff. And I don't think there's much else. Increase the length of the tritau's tracking shape. So yeah, just overall improve tracking and aim, aim assist with it. So cool. Um, yeah. Other other things, you know, that I, I figured this was this is something they people have been asking for for a while with restoration and radiant. Uh, the, the, there was a number of buggy interactions with timer extensions, most notably the Ember of Ember of Empyrean Fragment in combination with Ember of Mercy. We've rebuilt a significant portion of these keyword buffs to store their timer data more safely. So now Restoration and Radiant. Fiction issue where the maximum duration of Restoration and Radiant buffs were being incorrectly stored, resulting in their buff timers resetting to the initial duration instead of their maximum when the buff was reapplied. This also resolves similar issue with the shorter rest- restoration sources like sunspot with the soul Invictus aspect. So that's good. Uh, that was something I, I don't feel like I've ever, I don't know if I've ever been super largely affected by I Probably have just not realized it to be honest. Yeah.
1: If but, you use healing grenades a lot, like this was definitely a big hitter.
0: Yeah. So, so that'll, this will help a lot with like the, I guess the uptime of that stuff a yeah. little bit. And now that it's, now that's restored.
1: And it changed how uh, Empyrean works like pretty much completely which is exciting. Yeah. At least the, the timer wise. Yeah. So
0: yeah, Ember Empyrean increased the maximum duration extension from 12 to 15 seconds and we worked the duration extensions granted with each solar defeat. So Previa was granted at a, a four second duration extension regardless of the type of target defeated. Now the duration extensions varies based on the strength of the defeated, defeated target defeating an elite mm-hmm. Or weaker combatant will result in less time added than in game currently, but defeating champion or stronger events result in a greater extension. So yeah, interesting,
1: which is cool. That's yeah, I think that's smart.
0: Yeah, so yeah, I'm cool with that as well. That seems interesting. Um, and then Ember of Mercy also now extends your current restoration duration by two seconds. When a fire spread is collected, if you don't already have restoration, activating collecting a fire spread restoration with a two second duration. So that's cool. So yeah, it's like a little bit extra on there. Um Solar ability is getting some buffs, which is cool considering like, even though like it's a fully solar season and it already feels pretty strong this year, it's getting more buffs. It's pretty cool. It's not a ton, but it's two main ones I think that were needed with like yeah. the, the Titan, uh, the consecration, which is like the slide hammer melee slam. Oh, it looks super cool, but it's always been one that I'm just like, why would I? use this over throwing hammer. So it's like a hard sell. So like them trying to buff that, I will at least give it a shot. Um, and this sounds kind of neat here. Cause they've basically increased the travel distance of the initial ground uh, follow projectile. So basically the projectile that travels along the surface, like thermite grenades wave or the close up grenades. So now it's like, like has like a further travel distance on the actual kind of fire slam. That slam also has a higher reach so it can maybe hit some enemies in the air with it or a little bit enemies that are maybe a little bit higher in the air rather than dodging them. And the, uh, and it also makes the, and increase the travel speed of it overall. So it's a little faster. So that's cool. Uh, you know, makes a little bit more improved. So I'm here for that gunpowder gamble for the hunters, which is like the, the grenade, the special big explosive grenade. You can react to made the self damage even lower, Which is good, because, you know, again, it was always a thing where probably kill yourself with it. I still liked it a lot, and I I, I will probably actually go back to that soon. Because that's something I used for a while, but then switched off to. uh, Just because I felt like I was getting more out of the other aspect. Because I think you could have more fragments on it or something. Um, Yeah, potentially. But now now this sounds uh, nicer, so I might go back to that. Just just for funsies. Um, Okay, so now we have... Weapon uh, tuning sandbox. We have Chris Proctor notice us a bunch of uh, um, all these changes. So there's a, uh, actually a decent amount of stuff here too.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of stuff.
0: So there's uh, heavy burst cannons are getting. Uh, they're having a little bit more aim assist added when hip mm-hmm. firing. Looks like bows uh, reduced auto aim fall off as well. Um, so I think that's again some of these are like more PvP targeted as always. Um. Mm. So it says they're adding a, they're adding a missing twelfth perk to Breakneck, which is target lock.
1: It was missing the the last perk, in it's
0: yeah, fourth and it's, column. In it's fourth column. So yeah, they're adding that. Uh, lightweight scout rifles are getting their damage increased by five percent. I like that because I do like lightweight scout rifles.
1: Yeah, I love lightweights.
0: Um, Bust out the trusty again, BP. Um, mm-hmm. Sniper sniper rifles getting reduced to auto aim zone by ten percent again. I think that's targeting pvp because you know again you just have so much range and snipers compared to anything else so that's that's fair enough um rocket launchers precision rocket launchers are getting increased ammo reserve by two and reduced damage penalty from minus five to minus 10 percent um i'm trying minus to remember. ten
1: to minus five
0: right right thank you um precision okay. i don't i don't honestly remember which ones are precision off the top of my head um
1: they're the ones with auto tracking, so okay, cool. the The Palmyra is one. Yeah, Palmyra is one. That's the only one I think I can think of right now. <laughs> yeah, that's all,
0: uh, uh, Yeah, that's. I, I'm, I don't remember. That's, I'm sure there's a few. So maybe it's.
1: Yeah, there's a few.
0: Worth uh, worth uh, bust those out. High impacts are also getting that increased ammo reserves by two, um, and now deal addition deals more detonation damage and less impact. For roughly the same total damage. This should make them more effective versus groups and then getting splash damage on a target with a near miss. Um this this change also affects Deathbringer, Gallahorn, and Truth. So that'll be cool to hear. So that means Galahorn has two more ammo, two, two more rockets, so does Deathbringer. That's pretty cool.
1: Nine galleys without any reserve mods is pretty fun. Yeah. yeah I like
0: that. Yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be pretty it's gonna bring that back into play for sure. That's cool. Um, more heavy grenade launcher changes. I know this is one that's. I'm hoping they can, they can kind of fit these back in and like a fun way to like use in like more meaningful content. So they increase yeah. reserve ammo uh, by a minimum of six rounds, a maximum of ten rounds, depending on the grenade launcher. Uh, they reduce spike grenades' impact damage buffed from fifty percent to twelve point five percent. With the below changes, this reduces the total spike grenades, uh, spike grenades damage buff from about eight percent to three percent, making them less mandatory. I think that's like a fair thing because like it has always been that thing where it's like you want to have spike grenades on it because it's otherwise like what are you it's doing? The only
1: good way to play with play them,
0: play with them. Yeah. Um, so they're increasing the direct hit, himp- direct hit impact damage by ten percent, combined with the above change. Again, this brings non spike grenade launchers almost up to level spike grenade launchers a very slightly reduced damage output with spike grenade launchers. Um, and increased detonation damage by 5% And PvP. This is offset by reduction to detonation damage for no overall change. So it's only improving detonation damage in PvE. So that's cool. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's going to be, I think that's going to be a big thing. And like they, I don't think they didn't mention if exotics were change were affected by this or not. Or if it's just no. legendary ones, because you know that would be nice to get overall. Like you know, anarchy would be definitely back in play a little bit more if that's getting some more ammunition in the tank potentially. Yeah, that's true. That'd be cool. That'd
1: be like undoing but, that big, uh, nerf. Yeah, a little, get, a so,
0: little yeah. bit of it. Yeah, for sure. So you know, we'll, we'll have to see. We'll have to. That's like that'd be an interesting one to see people maybe mess around with. Um, yeah, heavy wave frame grenade launchers. So basically, one we have one yeah the one stasis one we have um it's getting it's increased um it's getting the 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 wave width increased by 40 percent, and doing it's gonna be doing 20 percent more damage
1: um, i want to see how wide this is yeah That's i want i,
0: I want to see out. too i'm curious how how big it is now and um how much more damage it's doing i'm, I'm curious about that overall because like it's it's like yeah. it's it's like such a more niche thing in that in that slot now compared to other grenade launchers so uh, yeah, making 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 a little bit more impactful. I don't remember what it's called. I know it's from, I know it's like Stasis Lightfall One, but
1: yeah, it's the Lightfall One from its Stasis but, yeah. but I don't know. Yeah,
0: who knows? And then Castor, I, I, yeah, uh,
1: a dimensional <laughs> hypotrochoid. Sure, uh, really rolls off the tongue. Yeah, it's a very memorable yeah. name for for a weapon,
0: for sure. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's that's that one. Uh, Castor swords. Um, are also getting some buffs here. They're getting their energy. They're getting their heavy attack energy cost reduced from five to four, and it's also increasing the attack damage by sixteenth. Um, Caster swords are the only swords that have range attacks for now. That is also mentioned in the little thing. So yeah, maybe we're getting. Maybe we're going to get like a new type of sword. The master sword is coming to Oh destiny. man, that would be, be so, <laughs> be so fucking be sick, sick. Actually, <laughs> I mean, there are there are exotic sword. There's that one exotic sword that has like a energy. Yeah, black talon. Black talon that that has like that little blast. Why did I
1: know
0: that? <laughs> which is cool, but yeah, um, having more more than have that. Yes, I mean the fuck up. That's I'm yeah, totally down for like fucking shooting serious. energy blasts out of my swords and shit.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> works for glaives.
0: Yeah, works for glaives, totally. Um so next next up after those um we have a bunch of exotic specific changes. Uh Vigilance Wing is now gonna have a deterministic recoil pattern because that's gonna make it more viable in PvP. Um Vexmith the class is getting increased aimed on sight damage fall off scalar from one point five to one point seven five.
1: That's good. Again, so, Pvt, so be, so be
0: a more PvP thing again. I think a lot of these are very PvP focused. Uh, Wish Ender mm-hmm. is getting its true sight will now deactivate if you aim down sights or hold it longer for than three seconds to reactivate. You must redraw the bow. So again, I think it's like a PvP thing because like otherwise you could just sit there and indefinitely do that in PVE. And I could see PvP in and having like what is that like a wall hacks basically. Yeah, so it's, I, I can't that.
1: believe this took so long, to be honest.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, edge of Action,
0: which is the, the, the Titan Glaive that makes the little, the little bubble. Um, they're increasing, bubble. yeah, they, they basically are kind of reverting a little bit of the health uh, nerf um, that they gave it before, so they're making it a little bit more durable in PvE. Um, they're making it uh, have damage resistance in PvE against all combat six bosses. 85% and increases its damage resistance against bosses to 15%. So basically just making it a little bit more durable than it was um, in PvE, so that's that's good. Yeah. Uh, Manticore is getting a bunch of changes because it's you know it's it has a lot of had a lot of weird stuff with its with its floating and flying around. Um players must now be airborne airborne for 0.5 seconds to deal damage with the weapon to activate the perk. This prevents accidental activation while running down the stairs or doing small jumps. Um, We gave it a special reload to quickly disengage anti-gravity thrusters. Um, Swapping weapons will continue to disengage as well. Terabot also receives a special reload animation, so it's basically a. I I still have not gotten Terabot, so I guess it has like a activating reload mode that you can kind of cancel out of when
1: you when you turn on feed the beast i imagine when you turn off feed the beast like it'll be some kind of like deactivation right yeah uh
0: while anti thrusters are engaged combatants will be less accurate when targeting the player similar to the always on time sparrow interesting
1: very very interesting yeah i'm curious like if there is maybe like a buff for one of the subclasses that can play with this idea as well. But I maybe yeah. that's what they're experimenting with, you know. Yeah.
0: That's uh, that's a cool idea and, and for a while. Uh with a catalyst, final blows, and sustained damage with Manticore while airborne grant a void overshield and return ammo to the magazine. That's pretty cool. I like that.
1: that. Very cool.
0: Yeah. Airborne kills getting void overshield. I'm for it. Um so and then lastly the X which was the like boomer knight like grenade launcher they Launched last season, which is pretty cool, but I think it was kind of just like, I kind of feel like I, I played with it a little bit, got the catalyst, and was like, okay, done, and then like never yep. had it. We're like, now these some of these buffs though sound pretty cool, so I might pull it out again. Uh, they're increasing the impact damage against PvE enemies by 50%, and the detonation damage is unaffected, so the total damage increase works out to be around 20%. Varying by target type, and increasing maximum rate of fire by seventeen percent. So it's gonna be firing. That's exciting, actually. It's gonna be firing like way faster, <laughs> and on top of how already fast it could fire when you like got the thing ramped up and were amplified and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's cool. I'd be interested to see how that feels after this, after this stuff. All right, tons of perk changes as well. We're getting yeah. um, heal clip now grants cure times two. To the player, while still granting cure times one to nearby allies, so that's cool.
1: Awesome.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that definitely makes yeah the cure heal clip feel a little bit more worthwhile because that was definitely like a cool concept, right? But never like a it did not feel like it was that potent enough
1: to yeah, be worthwhile. So, yeah, the potency so. came from like procing Ember of Benevolence, right? Like, mm-hmm. and you getting your class ability recharge going right. after healing allies, but. Now it's like, oh, this is a this is a good heal.
0: Yeah, yeah, this could be this could be worth it. So mm-hmm. that's cool. Um, next up, we have Trench Barrel. It uh, can now be activated by dealing damage with a ranged melee attack. So okay, there you go. That could be yeah. that could be useful. I guess I'm not much of a shotgun person, so I'm sitting here being like, mm, okay, yeah.
1: yeah. Um,
0: Barrel Constrictor, once activated, it no longer deactivates upon firing a shot. It lasts for 7.5 seconds, and it buffs all shots fired during that time. Enhanced Barrel Constrictor lasts for 8.5 seconds. Um, so there you go. I, I honestly don't remember fully what Barrel Constrictor does. Again, not much of a shotgun.
1: The, the spread of like your next two shots tighter, this changes it to a, a timer. Right, so, no, so now it's just a limit of Shots, yeah, okay, interesting. I'd be curious if yeah. people
0: use that a lot for like a like DPS or anything, yeah, now, but who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, loose change is uh, is the, they're saying it's strong in a PVE subclass build, but isn't particularly interesting in PVP. Um, so now they're making it so, um, applying a sub subclass 3.0 debuff now grants plus 20 aim assist, uh, stat and 20 percent reduced aim down speed, movement speed penalty in addition to the existing. Fifty plus reload stat. So basically, um, I'm applying another debuff and now refreshes the duration. It's basically just you know applying a subclass debuff. Mm-hmm. Activates that. So that's 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 interesting. I guess I've not, that's another one I did not really use. I've not used a whole lot. Yeah, me either. Um, this one, this one, however, I am much more interested in, which is dual loader. Um, uh, takes a dualer takes up a trait slot, which is a sufficient enough cost that doesn't need a penalty. The wording also locked its shotguns when there are uh, there are other continuous reload weapons in the game that already load more than one round at a time. Mm,
1: so dual loader, specifically the um the bolt action rifles, the the text mechanical weapons, right. So
0: dual loader is removed the reload penalty, reload speed penalty, and changed the wording of the perk description to make it clear that it increases the ammo, the number of shots reloaded. So it now apply it to other weapon types without confusion in the future. Hint, hint, wink, yeah. wink, wink say no more. Yeah. So that's cool. I, I'm down to see more um, dual loader stuff, and that's 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 that seems like a cool perk now to, to have because now it doesn't completely tank your reload speed. Yep. Um, So next up, they're updating the text balance stock, which is the – these are all origin traits. So these are the origin traits on the uh, the Spire weapons. I don't know if they come to more weapons yet, or I don't think they have yet. The
1: The only one that's gotten this has been the – one ritual weapon for got it not season of the witch i think season of the deep which was also like the bolt action yeah i was like rifle. yeah i was like
0: the base like it looked exactly like the scout rifle from this dungeon more or less yeah yeah um okay so there, there this now grants plus 20 range and plus 1.5 degree hipfire precision cone angle in addition to its other effects making it easier to land follow-up crits with hipfire so that'll be interesting uh, let's see. And then... Just, just. What's the
1: really bad origin trait from this season? It's the dungeon uh, one. The dungeon one. Uh, the deconstruct thing that like does. More yeah, yeah, to yeah. They just got to fix that now, and I think they're good.
0: Yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> um, they're updating the hockey breach armor. Oh, this is going for hockey breach armors deconstruct and sundering. So there you go. <laughs> this now works yeah. against void souls, strand clones, cabal projection shields, and briggs. So there you go. They're all they're going to be doing a little bit more damage to those things. That's cool. That's good. That's um, good. He, um, On top of that, Hockey Breach Art ornaments is also getting bonus damage versus Stasis Crystals reduced from 85% to 60% to match other con- constructs. So here you go. Makes sense. Uh, Sundering can now trigger on Shield Break. In addition to final blows on vehicles and constructs, we added a small Reload Speed Scaler while reducing the charge rate benefit to account for the higher uptime. So there you okay, go.
1: I missed this. <laughs> okay. That makes so there you
0: go. So there's, there's the, that's Sundering is the Warlords Ruin dungeon mm-hmm. one. So there you go. That's, that's cool. Yep. Um, hatchling is getting updated. Its activation requirements are no longer locked to the archetype in terms of precision or non-precision kills. Instead, the perk will trigger with either a precision kill or three non-precision kills. So there you go. More hatchlings. Cool. That's great. Across the board. Yeah. yeah. And target lock now activates later in the magazine for SMGs. I, I figured that was going to happen. Um, it's at 20% of the magazine instead of 12.5. So the damage buff will swing primary weapon gunfights less often. There you go. I know that was... Trucker Lock was a, was a very potent thing on SMGs, I, I imagine.
1: Very specifically on one SMG. I guess, right. like, there is another one. There's the Stasis Crucible one that you can get. Yeah. Um, that it was a slight problem on, but this is, like, such a specific nerf. I, I love it. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, Envious, Envious Assassin uh, is getting uh, hit as well. Each activation, mm-hmm. activation is now capped at 100% of magazine size instead of 150 the maximum overflow is now three times the magazine instead of four times the magazine damn so i think it all lasted yeah well i mean i think like they they say it here it says um because because of the evolved the 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 grenade launcher preserves updates buff buffs. yeah buffs like sure. this is kind of offsetting that a little bit so i don't really think this will affect like i don't think it'll affect rockets Cause that's like yeah, that's like I'm the main thing about, I use it on. <laughs> so
1: yeah, there's some special weapons that I that I use it. On, yeah, some, uh, true. Fusion rifles that it's great on, but it's still good. It's it's still better than it was for sure. Yeah,
0: and then bait bait and switch is also getting a. It's going from thirty five percent to thirty percent. So not like a massive nerf. Like again, but yeah. I, but, I, but I get it.
1: I I think it has I, been I like a, has it. been
0: like a pretty go to DPS thing for a little bit. So but that's.
1: That's fine. One of the best perks in the game, just like conceptually and damage wise. So yeah. I get it.
0: Um and then doing two additional fixes to one two punch and deconstruct. So one two punch is now correctly deactivates after dealing damage with a powered melee and deconstruct is getting updated. The perk description correctly state that it pulls ammo from thin air, not reserves, and fixed a bug preventing the perk from triggering when shooting an enemy Titan Barricade and similar targets. So there you go. Yep. Um, mods. Bonus damage against mini bosses should have been part of boss spec, not major spec. So we've updated these mods to correct that. So there you go. And then that's champions, right? That yeah. So, that, champions. so now, yeah, boss spec. Well, now,
1: big ones just got
0: better. Yeah, let's go. Um, so <laughs> in the future, we've pulled a lot of balance changes from the final shape and destiny two into the light. Into update 7.3.5, but we'll still have a number of small but exciting changes shipping in into the light, touching content many players haven't thought about in several years.
1: What does it mean? What does that mean? <laughs>
0: well, I mean we don't
1: know yet. Yeah,
0: I was gonna say, I'm kind of maybe guessing one one thing will be maybe uh but what's that free-to-play thing, six player thing that came with thirtieth? <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> of uh, to Dares
0: of eternity. That's what I. That's what I was thinking of. But man, 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 what if they actually did do things with Gambit? Holy shit! What the fuck?
1: right? What a wild idea. Yeah. I don't, no, notice how they didn't move up returning the Dreaming City. Yeah, that yeah, that wasn't a priority.
0: <laughs> that was not a priority. Hey, and I get it. That's, that doesn't need to be. Let's just let's just let's just let's just not keep not caring about game But I say. Um in, in the Focus. final shape, we're balancing many weapon types in PvE, buffing underperforming weapons and leaving most high performers untouched. Since we're looking at PvE weapon tuning anyway, over the course of the year of the final shape, we're looking at weapon mods that feel mandatory, and we intend to make some changes that will increase player choice, particularly in PvE. We're also making substantial changes to several of the least used exotic weapons. We see a lot of requests for these. See if you can guess which exotics we touched and adjusting some perks, including a long request change to chill clip, making it more viable to use on slower firing weapons. So that's, I'm, I'm down for that as well. Yeah. Um,
1: same. I miss my deliverance. It used to yeah, be so good, but yeah, it's not as good. Yeah.
0: Agreed. Um, you can look forward to being able to enhance more weapons, many more weapons, I'll be back with more information once on weapon enhancement soon.
1: Yeah, so that's got to be Death f- Nightfall. Yeah, trial weapons at least, but it sounds like it's going to be more than that. Yeah, because
0: you know? because I want to say at some point, I have some point last year. I don't remember exactly when it was. It's been a while, but they mm-hmm. I remember they saying they could like you would you would be able to take like essentially like a world drop and make it
1: like crafted or whatever. It was when Root got the the upgrade, right? The Adapt upgrade, yeah. So, so maybe like summer you know yeah
0: so yeah that was probably yes they probably have maybe made more changes about how they want to go about that but yeah that i'm very curious about that too weapon enhancement that could be really cool depending on what it that is they
1: said uh leaving most high performing performers untouched which means there are going to be some nerfs. <laughs> So yeah, just you know, yeah. Strand Titan is not going to be what it is. When the final <laughs> Strand, shape Strand comes Titan, out, y'all. yeah,
0: Strand Titan and and Solar and Well of Radiance Warlock are probably still yeah. going to be.
1: We know the uh, Well nerf is coming, right? But yeah, Strand Str- Titan is going to get nerfed before yeah. the raid comes out. I'm sorry, you guys. Yeah, probably. At uh, least enjoy it for this extra long season. Yeah, you know?
0: yeah, got. It, yeah, you've got it. We've got it for four more months, more or less. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, let's see. Um, now it's time for PvP stuff. Um, you want me to handle this? Yeah, you can. You can handle the PvP stuff and talk about uh, what you want to talk about with PvP. Um, but that's this. Yeah. Is, uh, this is this is like a pretty big fundamental. This is gonna be a pretty big, big fundamental change to yeah to, um, the PvP going ahead. So yeah, Take uh, it
1: in my head, like this is kind of like Crucible 3.0 type deal. Yeah. Uh, Remember when Crucible was four v four? Also, just think about that. <laughs> think about how far we've come. Yeah, it's been um, so this is from the PVP Strike team, and I'll, I'll read the the top part here because I think it's important. Uh, our base Crucible sandbox currently faces a number of issues. What we'll talk about here today represents a large macro pass designed to begin to address several of these concerns, and will be followed by additional micro tuning in the future. The symptoms of these issues affect players across the skill spectrum. From 2,000 hour veterans to new lights, so it's important that we begin to address them as uh, as best we can. Let's identify our goals, what the symptoms are in terms of how our gameplay is affected, and then we can discuss the root causes of the corresponding changes. So the goals are: help player number one, help players to more clearly understand the sequence of events that led to their death, so they can more easily learn how to improve. Number two, after the weapon sandbox. Alter the weapons sandbox to account for the increased average skill of our player base by reducing the amount of high reward, low risk options. And number three, encourage primary weapon master mastery to be an aspirational pursuit for players. Um, all this is good stuff. Um, we don't necessarily have to go into every specific bit because there's a lot here. Yeah, it's a pretty, um, it's pretty dense. <laughs> but they bring up um like really really specific examples like the time to kill on smgs peak shooting with hand cannons, or blinting with bows and stuff like that and you know they even reference the wishunder uh not Wishender. um yeah Wishender nerf the the true sight nerf and stuff like that um and then they bring up these as Um, the symptoms that that are causing the problems. These symptoms are all generated by a handful of root causes, each generally linked to the others in the cycle of balance that encourages us to touch all of them at once if we're making big changes or in smaller increments if we're modifying things individually. We have certain ability builds with either higher uptime or higher potency than we believe is healthy. To keep those builds in check, we've provided a near-constant availability of special ammo which means that there's always a surplus of one-shot kill weapons on the field. And to keep primary weapons competitive, we've made primary weapons feel highly lethal, fast killing, and in general, very forgiving. And all that leads to a high percentage of deaths in our sandbox, where from the target's perspective, it feels like there was nothing they could have done differently. Uh, And all this is good. Like, I think this is all very, very true. Um, So these are kind of like the general big changes. So the first is player health. Player health will be increased by 30 HP in base crucible. So players will have 100 health up from 70. And then 116 to 130 shields depending on the player's resilience values. So that's now a max health used to be uh, 200. Now it is, or 201, depending how you interpreted some numbers. Now it is uh, 230. Um, which doesn't seem significant, but with some of the other things, uh, it's going to be pretty significant. Um, Melee, Grenade, the other is Ability Cooldowns. Melee, Grenade, and Class Ability Cooldowns now have a 15% penalty applied to them in Crucible only. Um, So everything's slower, just across the board in Crucible, which is big. Um, And Super Cooldowns now have a 20% penalty applied to them in Crucible only. I mean, that's going to have a very very deep effect on things like Trials of Osiris in particular uh, where it's already very difficult to get a a super unless you have either 100 intellect or running one of those like fast tier supers yeah
0: I think I think that's like Um, the only thing I saw people were like definitely a little bit more worried about was because you know you think about the tiers and like what are like the lowest tiers or things like well of Radiance and and like those like supercharged like those faster tier supers are Gonna feel yeah. like maybe much stronger in this by default because of that that across the board penalty. Yeah, even, but you know, what's like
1: generally, things like roaming supers that have that tier five that are the the longest cooldowns, like you will just never see them in trials. Things yeah. like that, like just ever because they you will never get it even if you're popping off. I, I just feel like that's that is what this is saying in a way. Yeah, um, which is. You know, there's something to consider there for sure. Right. Um, To compensate for that, supers are going to do more damage. Melees are going to do more damage. The Arc Flux grenade specifically will do more damage, which is interesting, right? Like, the Arc Flux is the sticky grenade on Arc, Um, and that's like the you get a stick, it's a one-hit kill for sure no matter what. But, like, every other grenade isn't getting more damage. So with more health, like, you can see how this is already starting to trickle down of, like, okay, zoning grenades are now much less useful in, like, active play if you're only going to get one a lot less frequently, things like that. Right. Um, Primary weapon archetypes have been adjusted to compensate for the more health, right? Increased critical hit on pulse, autos, sidearms, and scouts by 14%. Hand cannons, increased critical hit damage by 10% reduced body shot damage by 5%. Um, SMGs increased critical hit damage by 12.5%, reduced body shot damage by 3%, and bows just reduced base damage by 15%. So bows are just getting tanked um, because I think they are trying to reduce blinting uh, and and bow swaps just like completely, basically. Um, And all these adjustments are to make it so the optimal time to kill is still possible with all these weapons. But you have to land headshots. Like the, the big thing, and Cool Guy did it, had a great video. A lot of the PvP Destiny YouTubers have great videos on this right. that are probably more insightful than I will bring to you, but I, I love the numbers. So, like, a way to think of it is the hand cannon, the 140 hand cannon, the standard hand cannon, has always been a two crit, so two headshots, and then one body shot for cleanup on any resilience. Always. Now on any resilience that will never kill. Ever. Even if you have one resilience. Um, You need to land three crits instead. So like that gives you in my head like that is the shift that how minor of a shift that they are trying to make it feel of like okay if you want those like really fast satisfying three shot kills with a hand cannon one of those kind of infamous touchstones of Destiny PvP now you have to land all headshots, right. and that is like how they are adding a little bit of forgiveness to the sandbox of like that body shot will now no longer clean up, and you have a person that that maybe has a bit more time to react and a bit more leeway, or a person that has to be more on their game in order to get that same result. Right. Um, that is like I think a good example of that's indicative of the bigger shift that they're trying to make in crucible of like tightening things to the high skill players a little bit to make it harder for them to perform at that same optimal level. They have been while making it a little bit less stressful for everyone else. That's just like jumping into crucible once or twice a week for fun. So that way they don't feel like they're just getting trashed on, uh, by right. as many players. Cause like, these guns have big aim assist, like tons and tons of aim assist that make these guns super fun to shoot, but like way easy to to use uh, in a way that's maybe detrimental to the the skill gap, right? <laughs> the overall gap. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other thing is they're incorporating the the special ammo meter from Checkmate, which I've not gotten the chance to play much Checkmate. Yeah, I have unfortunately,
0: not played it at all. <laughs>
1: But effectively, you know, you start with two two kills worth of special ammo anytime you spawn in Crucible. Now you won't drop special ammo when you die ever. Mm-hmm. And you won't lose that ammo when you die. You'll lose it when you use it. And that's it. Uh, and the way you get special ammo is by building points, in which is a little meter on the side, that'll give you another two kills of special ammo once you fill it. Um and now those points are going to be different across different game modes. So, like, in, like, a, a standard uh, control game, like, kills will get you 23 points. You need 100 to get your your two kills worth of ammo. Assists give you 10. Deaths give you 10. Um, things like that. So you, you kind of accumulate it. I like the call out here is, like, in Countdown, which is the, the bomb, like, the search and destroy mode, <laughs> only playing the objective gives you special ammo. Mm. Which is interesting, yeah. right? Like, you can't own the battlefield by just killing and stuff. You have to get special ammo. And getting kills with your special or heavy weapons doesn't give you any of these points. But there's, you know, different uh, variables and numbers for each game mode, which I think is good, and I'm sure these are the types of things that they're talking about, of like macro adjustments that are going to happen. Um, yeah. And then, you know, they talked about the damage changes to special weapons, to make them keep up specifically things like glaives and, and trace rifles that already were longer time to kill stuff like sniper is still going to kill in one headshot shotgun is still going to kill at point blank range. Um, Those things aren't going to change. And they adjusted those outlier exotic weapons like fighting lion. uh, So you can't like game the system. (laughs) Um, Right. So generally like a lot of things that are going to be big, Changes. That's that's a i i think it that that summarizes it for the most part. But I this is like a feel situation where it's like I gotta feel this to know if I'm gonna yeah like if this. I'm gonna like
0: this yeah I think it's gonna be I, a lot I, for a lot of people yeah
1: yeah I think there's a subset of people that are gonna like I don't like this because it's different um I, I encourage them to play more I'm looking forward to it like I'm I like Crucible from time to time it is definitely one of those things where it's like. The broken shit is just too broken, um, yeah. and the people that know to play the numbers, which is the game, to be fair, like are just not super fun to play against, especially if they're quite good. I I think these changes are good. I think this is going to be an exciting. They at least know what the problems are, right? So if this right. doesn't solve it, they're going to keep working on it. And and the thing I wanted to say, like above all, of, like this section when I read it because it totally blindsided me i was so not ready and not ready for this to like drop in, in two weeks also it <laughs> yeah, be <that> crazy, right <laughs> um is like this comes from like a passionate place like there is now a group of people that are really passionate about crucible like that's what this read to me as right and that's good that's only that can only be a good thing for the game even if you're someone who thinks they know everything and are, is reading this and think they can make crucible better than this like you know, give it a shot is what I'd say. Like people that are that care are working on it, at least now. If they weren't for the last eighteen months, or if there wasn't as much attention there, um, and that's good. And I think that is a good thing for the game. Right. A good thing for long term Crucible. I think this is going to make it a little bit chiller for people to jump in and just have fun, um, mm. and and make it less stressful and shitty for for players that don't have as much good loot. Like, this way, you know, you can grab your blue 140 hand cannon and land three headshots and feel good about yourself, right? Like, I think that's good. So, I'm, you know, I'm looking forward to it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely curious of how it was because it is such a large shift. And, like, they are kind of doing the thing that, like, people have, like, wanted them to do and, like, really splitting the PvP and the PvE, like, sandbox apart by, like, now they're straight up just changing timed they're straight like changing health values from the base game they're changing you know like ability ability uptimes and cooldowns like they're they're going they're going the mile so like i'm curious to see i'm curious to see what it does and what it affects i'm sure like you said there'll be people who like it and then of course there'll be people who like you know on their high horse like you know say whatever they want to say about it you know i'm one thing i will say though is like i don't know i'm st- i'm I, what i'm most curious about is like what you brought up about saying it, it'll hopefully be better for folks but like i also could see they uh, this potentially making it even more confusing to some people just because it's like all right now i need to know this meter there's this meter for this particular type of ammo type that like is different in this different game modes and then also like there's different Values for these different things, so maybe 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 it's you know again I, I've said this it's coming from just I have not played check checkmate, so like maybe this stuff is presented fine enough in in game for that kind of stuff and will make sense mm-hmm. to people, but I could see like some some of these changes maybe making it not maybe maybe like less like you know as like a, an average player like a little bit more more manageable but like to somebody completely new being like what the hell is going on in this like i can still see that could be a little bit tricky to some people but i guess at the end of the day like the strike team i think was was made to make destiny Destiny pvp for destiny pvp fans and they are going they're going really in on that so that's that's you know i think i think that's something to remember about it too right so Mm -hmm. what i'll
1: say is like putting that special ammo meter on the screen is telling everybody that this shit is important that you should be right. that you should have one of these right like and that conveys to to newbies and and folks like a little bit more clearly of like th- this is why some of these people are rolling the field right now. Um, and sure, and yeah. this all the time anymore, and I do generally agree with the sentiment of like I don't want to go back to Destiny One where it was special ammo crates just spruce throughout the map. Yeah. Because, you know, then you get the map rotation folks that just do the rotation and, and run the run the game that way. And I don't I hated that. That's why I never played PvP in D one, uh, amongst mm. other reasons. <laughs> um uh but yeah, I, I'm with you. It's like there's a lot of maybes or potential of this backfiring or just not being as clear as they want it to be. Right. Um so we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, definitely
0: definitely a feels vibe, but I'll definitely I don't know if I'll, I'll I'll necessarily play myself as somebody who's still just
1: kind of like whatever on PvP, but you'll be an Iron Banner though, and yeah, you'll get a, a taste of it, right? Yeah, so. uh,
0: more than likely, yeah. Whenever Iron Banner pops up again, and those new weapons are in, I might that would be that would probably be the moment that I'd be like, okay, yeah, let me try it and be. And then I'll probably have that moment being like, oh yeah, it's right. They completely changed. Just shit. What? The, what, the, yep. what the, let me get used to this again. What the fuck? And that's probably more. That's probably more what's gonna happen to me at least. Um, totally. And,
1: and note but, that like. Iron Banner doesn't happen until April. This patch comes out in March, right? Like, they know that they need to give a little space for this for right. something like that, where more people are going to show up for just the, the 6v6. So, yeah, I, I, like, my hope baseline is just, like, when that week rolls around, it's just a good time again. It's it's not, it's, like, dumb fun again, as opposed to, like, the, oh, I got to do fucking six hours of this to, to guild the title or whatever, you know?
0: Sure, yeah yeah and i'm sure like a lot of there'll be a lot of content creators thoughts and feelings when this when that stuff all drops so i'll probably make make more of an effort to look into that mm-hmm. stuff for sure and see what see, see what people are thinking about these changes so you know but yeah we'll have to we'll have to wait and see for that kind of stuff and you know hey there, there, there'll be a bunch of destiny stuff going on in march it seems because because yeah. we'll have this early this like i guess you could kind of call it like a big mid-season update um to guardian an extent guardian games yeah gar- the and then up, and right? then yeah guardian games i believe yeah starts in in march and then into the light is not too soon after that so like we're yeah right that is may but what's what's something's in april though right what's in april
1: april is the m- new gameplay updates for the final shape which right i assume is going to like lead into into the light and then may is also the crucible map pack so, right like, that's
0: what i was trying to remember when that was i thought I don't yeah. know if it was april or may
1: there's a lot of pvp stuff happening in the next couple of months
0: yeah that, yeah that's fair because
1: than has happened in a while yeah right
0: <laughs> um so
1: like i don't know that that like this into that into that gets me excited in a way that i yeah. haven't been and hopeful for the people that actually give way more of a shit than i do right
0: for, yeah for the pvp stuff yeah for sure and i'm, I'm hopeful that like at least it it, it gives it gives people yeah them like a, a renewed enjoyment for that stuff at least at least mm-hmm. for now and like you know again you know talking i will say like maybe a little bit selfishly here is like i'm glad they're doing all this for those people who like that part of the the destiny game um but i'm hoping once once they figure this stuff out they go to like strikes or something and do a very similar yeah. approach and kind of do like a re Get, like, a dedicated team to, like, kind of reinvigorate something like that. Or, you know, what something we talked about last episode was, like, stuff we would love to see, like, having, like, a new core activity that, like, maybe, like, can, like, maybe is PvE, more PvE focused and can stand alongside strikes to, like, you
1: know, kind of alleviate having to do so much of that. Um, my my concern, Mike, but, and the reason I'm giggling right now is like the second finger of the monkey paw curls in and it becomes a gambit strike team. Uh, and that's uh, 100%
0: focused. <laughs> I wonder, yeah, you know what? That, that could happen. But like it's, if it's it just got sure. this level
1: of attention, right? Like maybe it could be good. We'll have to see how this goes, right? Like this, yeah. the tone of this and how it's received is, is like going to determine all of how we feel about all that. So we'll see.
0: Yeah, for sure. we'll just have to wait and see. But yeah, yeah, I think we're all caught up on Destiny news, I believe now. We've we've caught yeah. up on everything that's that's been going down in the world of Destiny for now.
1: Just in time for Final Fantasy 7 Rebirth to come oh, out. Just in time <laughs> for Final Fantasy
0: 7 Rebirth and I also I was I briefly looked at my phone while you were you're talking about some of that and saw some news that would very much excite you so I want to so it's not destiny related but I want to get your reaction to it yeah and okay. that is Elden Ring Shadow of the Earth Tree gameplay reveal trailer tomorrow or February 21st yeah which is tomorrow the day after the recording 7 a.m pacific time so ten ten a.m our time fuck <laughs> fuck yeah right i gotta
1: go tell <laughs> damien right
0: now <laughs> so Holy literally they gonna get the direct and then go right into that so that's yes! pretty cool what
1: a good day um,
0: so that's pretty exciting right um so oh, yeah wow that a lot is of, so excited a lot of video game news and things to talk about so and i will say if you're if you're watching this and like our stuff you know about irrational passions our main channel we'll have mm-hmm. we'll have some thoughts we'll have a nintendo land soon another episode of that soon talking about the news and the direct um, maybe we can maybe we can maybe we can talk about that shadow depending on what they show on that dlc uh thing we can maybe talk about that in some some shape or form as well that'd be fun we'll
1: talk about microsoft selling their soul to nintendo
0: it's gonna be great <laughs> yeah that's right selling their soul to nintendo by just putting hi-fi rush on their yeah, thing, like, that's like that's like you know the one the, tame, the do, tamest right? thing they could do. <laughs> and pentiment. Oh no. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Xbox is finished because <laughs> pentiment is on Nintendo Switch. God. And grounded. Well, oh, Tim no. dog. Tim dog in shambles over there. Whoever the <laughs> fuck that was. Person. Person I didn't know existed till like you know two weeks ago or whatever. Good oh lord. My God. Um, <laughs> <roasted>. oh. <laughs> um But yeah, well, yeah, we'll be. <laughs> Yeah, you know, some of that we'll maybe talk about some of that stuff on our main channel here. But yeah, we'll be back. Mm-hmm. We'll probably be back. You know, we'll, we'll maybe we'll we'll let the we'll let the uh, the madness of of March uh, happen with with when the world of Destiny and maybe once I'm sure that they have some, they'll have some more Destiny news coming in March as we get closer to like some of the bigger stuff happening. Obviously, in April and May with Into the Light and the map pack. So. Yeah, we'll, we'll, I'm sure we'll be back in March at some point with another episode, but you know, probably be a yeah, couple, once again, we, we, I think we had a bit of a, 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 a split between this episode and the last one, just because of the similar reasons. Um, yeah. But yeah, we'll be back in, in the future Talk talk all that stuff. So thanks, everybody, as always, for listening or hanging out and watching us here on Helm the Tower Podcast. <laughs> thanks, everybody. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.